world premiere. Warring factions fight for supremacy. Two heroes step up from the shadows for the ultimate gaming adventure. Across a vast open world. This can't be! There's no way. Indie games. AAA. First party. Third party. RPG. FPS. Old. New. Where do we go? Where do we start? Open up the menu. I've placed some markers on the map. Pretty cool trailer. And when can we expect this to happen? Right now. point I was just saying you know what I'm gonna get it because I don't know Miss Marvel just seems like a really cool character don't you know mm-hmm. yeah uh, I mean you were hesitant at first but I guess some, I guess whatever you read just really got you into it now didn't it yeah and I guess this is how I ended up deciding to get the Avengers game and well, uh, I mean at least you'll try it yeah so welcome to Markers on the Map. It's a gaming adventure where we take you on a journey through the vast open world of games. Old games, new games, any games. I'm Daniel, and I'm here with my co-host Robert. How are you doing today? Mm-hmm. I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Pretty good. Um, so we're going to start off with the news, and this week's been... It's, it's had a lot of announcements between the DC Fandom and uh, the Gamescom opening night live. There's <laughs> a lot that happened this week. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and start with Gamescom because I feel like with just a little bit of stuff they've shown, I, I don't have as much to say. Um, and we won't talk about everything that, that happened, but we're going to start with Black Ops Cold War uh, recently mm-hmm. revealed. Um, they showed a little cinematic cutscene for it no gameplay or anything yeah. um but you know I'm, I'm interested in this game uh from what you told to me that your favorites were black ops one and two the yeah. golden age of that call of duty era and then oh, how course. successful modern warfare is and i know you're like and modern warfare is kind of meh for you but yeah it is a direct sequel to the first black ops this yeah. Cold War one, so I think it might be up your alley. I mean, it's worth giving a shot or even a look at. Yeah, it might be a good return to the Call of Duty campaign like format that I enjoyed with Black Ops 1, but I'm, I'm more... For me, it's really always been about the multiplayer for Black Ops, so I'm hoping yeah. that it's kind of a return to that. Yeah. Um, next up... Doom Eternal is getting its first DLC, finally. It's called The Ancient Gods Part 1. Uh, the trailer for this didn't blow me away. Mm-hmm. It just looks like more Doom Eternal. Uh, you play, you just played Doom Eternal, and you did you plat it, or did you just skim through the story? Um, I platted it, so I had to do a lot of the multiplayer stuff, too, uh-huh. uh, the battle mode. But, um... This DLC, they just said, actually, is going to be available as a standalone game if you don't already have Doom Eternal. You'll be able to buy okay. this and play it as its own. So it's probably going to be like 20 bucks for the Part 1 and Part 2 whenever that comes out. I'm not too mm-hmm. sure on the price. But to me, it just looks like more Doom Eternal, which is good. I thought it was a great game. Um, you was tried it, it once, than... right? I tried it once. Was it better than the 2016 one? Um, I thought so. But mm-hmm. it's different. It's more of... It feels almost like a puzzle game mm-hmm. where you, ammo management is important and, you know, everything's color-coded or you've got to use the chainsaw to get ammo back and everything. Whereas 2016 is a much more, like, pure shooter. This one feels like more of a, like, you've got to use every single weapon. You'll run okay. out of ammo quick and everything. I thought okay. it was all right. But the DLC just looks like more of the same. So, 
Well, is that a bad thing? Is not that a bad really thing a at bad, all. Yeah, is that, is that a really, if, if it works, at least make it consistent. Yeah, they're, they're definitely not breaking it. Yeah. All right. We had a little developer diary video on uh, Dragon Age. I've never played Dragon Age. Have you? I've never even heard of Dragon Age. It's this Bioware high fantasy RPG. And, you know, it's like Dragon Age Inquisition won a lot of Game of the Year awards a couple of years ago. But Mm -hmm. I've never quite been interested in the the gameplay style. Like, Like, I've I've always had an interest in like Dragon Age as a as a thing, but mm-hmm. I, I just can't bring myself to play something like that. the The thing though is that this is a Bioware game, and we know that they've had a bit of like stumbling lately with like Mass Effect Andromeda and, and uh, Anthem. So we'll see how this comes to be. It's not it's not far into development at all. It doesn't look like. Uh, it, was it like a actual trailer for gameplay or was just it just an no, announcement no, no. like it, we're in it was like some concept art and they were like showing the developers walking around talking about like oh dragon age is coming back so not oh, far into okay ea seems to do this a lot um the next thing is crash 4 they showed off a new segment called the flashback tape levels mm-hmm. and they said it's kind of like the death roots in the original crash games where you find a like a the flashback tape in the level and you have to beat the level without dying and then you get a, a bonus challenge level like a really hard crazy puzzle platformer level uh-huh. um yeah a, a lot of platformers do this uh what are your thoughts on putting these little extra tough challenges into the new I- crash game i fi- i mean i find it fine as long as it doesn't require you to get the plat in the game i feel like if they're just extra challenges and they don't require you to i guess like get them all you know what i mean it'll be that yeah. thing where it's like not everyone can do them but it is yeah good for people who obviously who can and then you know they'll have their good time with it but it shouldn't be tied to any like actual trophy challenges mm-hmm. i feel Having like with the way the good. other yeah i feel like with the other crash games like looking through their trophy list i feel like they'll they will be part of the trophy list but they won't they're optional challenges if you're just playing through the game and this game does look like it's going to be a lot of fun with those like remix levels and like all the style changes and everything yeah it was it's a really new con it's never done this before yeah not even with the remake right no no the remakes i think were just hd versions of the of the originals but this one's got like like that level where it's black and white, and when you defeat yeah. enemies, it like splashes. Or the color. one where like I like the splashing color part. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, we got a new trailer for Star Wars Squadrons. It's that upcoming uh, Star Wars uh, ship combat fighting mm-hmm. or not fighting game, but multiplayer game. Uh, I'm all for this. It's like my most hyped game for the rest of the year. That's that's on current gen. Uh, we just got a new trailer. It shows off some of the story, some of the characters. You'll see like Hera from Star Wars Rebels. I'm really excited for this because I like the flying modes in, in Battlefront 2. So this is just all like a battle shooter flying mode game? Yeah, this is. there's no infantry combat in this game. It's all dogfights. Okay. And do they really emphasize on dogfights or is it just a copy and paste from Battlefront and then just like, oh, no, we'll just make it, a whole it, game? It looks is a it lot different? more involved. It okay. looks a lot more involved, which is good because the the ships in Battlefront Two are cool and all, but there's not a lot to them. There was only like five maps, I believe, yeah, the whole thing. Um, but this one's like uh, all kinds of stuff goes into this. So I'm like, is it going to be complicated? Is there going to be a way to uncomplicate it? And I guess the whole thing's playable in VR if you have that. Uh, I don't know how that would feel playing a whole yeah, like I, fight simulator in VR. Yeah, I remember Battlefront One had a VR mission, but I don't have a headset, so I never got to try that. But yeah, the whole game I guess is is playable in VR for for squadrons. More things are coming up for VR, and that's pretty good. Like when VR first came out, it was kind of bare bones, but they're doing a lot more with it now. Yeah, I feel like those people uh, who did invest in the VR set are getting there's worth out of it right now. Mm-hmm. And just continuing with Star Wars here, uh, they showed a new Star Wars, uh, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga trailer. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the game got delayed till next year, but it looks Oof. really good. Like, you've played the Lego games, right? Any I Lego games? I played the prequels on, like, the PS2. 
Okay, so the thing with the Lego games is that they're like they're all the same gameplay wise. Yeah. They've never they've added things, but they've never really deviated. But I guess with this one they're kind of changing a few things with the gameplay. Um adding some new mechanics to it, maybe changing the combat it looks like. Um mm-hmm. I guess we won't know for sure. But I'm I'm really excited for it, especially since they said there's gonna be a Mandalorian character pack. Okay. And they're adding new character models, right, to the Legos? Yeah, I think all the all, all the models updated. will be brand new. And or based off their more modern minifigures, like the Yoda will have eyes, whereas the okay. Yoda didn't used to have eyes. Um this next one I know you're excited about. Uh Mafia Definitive Edition. Yes. Uh I played Mafia at like six years old so it's like an age you're not supposed to but i did play it i didn't know what to do in it but mafia was just the name of it stuck in my head and then mafia 2 came out and all this blah blah blah. but i'm excited for this but i'm also worried because mafia 3 i played it i thought it was fine and i didn't think it was that bad of a game but i could see why it had its problems i'm not gonna deny there wasn't problems there but yeah I didn't find it bad. I like the theme. I like the environment. I like the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, some missions were repetitive a bit, and I feel like yeah, there are some problems there, but nothing to like really like do you know kind of toss it out. It's like it's better than some games that come out that take years to make, and then this is probably made within a couple of years, but it's pretty good. But with yeah. this one, so an entire remake of the original Mafia back that came out in like two thousand five, four, something early very very early um and it's all new it's chicago i think like 1930s chicago um i think the voice acting's the same okay uh, so it's like a they the destroy all human scenario almost. i don't think so i think the voice actors i think some of them return i think oh, they okay. might so use they're same audio clips yes because i think this is like a full remake okay and uh, I think they're, I believe they're adding, I don't know if they're adding cut context from this. I, I haven't really pick, mm. uh, been built up on this, but I know they are making this. But yeah. um, with this one, what it is, it's like Mafia. So basically, we're not going to get a fourth one. But if this one does very well, which I hope it does, and it seems like it will. I like the settings. I like the characters. Mafia yeah. 1 is a classic story. Uh, we'll probably get a fourth one, but if this one doesn't do as well, we might not see another Mafia game for mm. a long time, maybe. But mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, looks pretty exciting, and I do like the cover for the the box art. I mean, they just re-released two and three. Yeah, definitive for the current gen consoles. Yeah, and for three, what was really good about that is that they actually updated. If you had the standard, you got the updated version, so you basically yeah. got all the DLC for free. All right. Next up, something I didn't necessarily have anything to say about, but the Medal of Honor is back with a VR game. Medal um, of Honor. Yeah, and you know they just showed it, and r- really looks pretty decent for a VR game. I guess it's like a VR campaign, and uh, I I just wanted to mention that at one point it looked like a floating glove and all I could think of was Glover. <laughs> this is a remake of like the edgy back to like 2012 and everything had a remake was edgy like first person shooter like Metroid Prime and like what was it Bomberman? Oh had yeah, like Bomberman Zero really or edgy, whatever. Yeah, it had like yeah. a really edgy remake. So this is basically Medal of Honor Glover edition because you've got floating hands in VR. Medal of Honor, that that name has not been used for years now, too. Yeah, I, I remember they tried to do a few on uh, PS3, and that was like the yeah. last we've seen it, I think. It went try to go, I guess they tried to go against Call of Duty, I guess, because obviously Call of Duty was successful. That's the, yeah. the golden age of that era where Modern Warfare 2 and like Black Ops 2 and Black Ops 1 were those. Yeah. I think they released around the same time. Yeah, and but it was always Duty, EA, too, and they had Battle, Battle, uh, Battlefield. Yeah, which is weird that they have yeah. both of those at the same time. But now I guess they're taking Medal of Honor into VR, which is, again, <laughs> so many new options coming out for VR. I guess Battlefield's not really, like, easy, quick play like Call of Duty, I guess. Yeah. I can see why they would, would want to have two, but I guess Battlefield just was the better one. That Yeah. I guess not better, but the one that made that was just more successful than that one. Yeah. 
And then we have Destiny 2 Beyond Light. This is a kind of expansion that's coming out at the same time that they're doing that whole vaulting thing with, with Destiny content. Yeah. Um, And I guess Destiny's launching with the PS5 as well, so... What I'm saying here is that this looks really cool, and I would be happy to play it with faster loading times than what Destiny 2 has right now. I hope, hopefully, it does have faster loading time. It's not, is hopefully, it is like a hardware thing where it's just, oh yeah, current consoles, not just the actual game, just has a really long load time. Yeah, because this this trailer they showed for Beyond Light really sold me on at least how it looks because everything yeah. looks really cool, and they look like they have these like visors on their face with like all kinds of weird stuff on there so not not much to say i i haven't played destiny in since forsaken dropped but um Mm -hmm. i'd be willing to give it a shot if the loading times on ps5 are like snappy okay all right uh one other thing to mention is that 12 minutes game where that that one i said why haven't they showed any more of this where the guy's stuck in the time loop from e3 last year yeah. They showed that at uh, opening night live, and it's like they've got Willem Dafoe, James McAvoy, and Daisy Ridley doing the voices for the characters now. <laughs> so, I, I like those people. Yeah. Alright, next up, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. Um, it's a PS5 exclusive that they said is coming out in launch window. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a like a half halfway a new trailer or a new gameplay at Gamescom. Yeah. Um, the ending couple of minutes were the same sequence we saw at the PS reveal, but yeah, what is being reported on that game is that you will be able to run it in 4K at 30 frames or 1080p at 60 frames. I think personally, I'm going for that 1080p at 60 frames. What about you? I'm going for the higher frames. Yeah, it just seems like with a game like that, it, 1080p already looks really good. And if you can put something like with that insane of graphics at 60 frames, I think mm-hmm. it's worth it to play it in the 60 frames. Frames are so important, man. It's like if, I don't know, it's like, yeah, it looks nice and all, but 30 frames just kind of do make it look a little just like rocky i guess it makes it look a little less yeah like, not as smooth and then when you're 60 it's like it's so smooth and everything you do work better it's not just like this like oh frame frames do matter when frames play a factor of how react time works i guess with you as well as a player yeah i mean just the idea of being able to play any I'm assuming that most PS4 games will be able to reach 60 through some PS5 update or some Pro update that they'll have for that. Now, this isn't confirmed or anything, but, you know, just the idea of playing a a game like Borderlands 3 at a smooth 60 or Destiny Uh, 2 at a smooth 60 on a console. It's like, or like Resident Evil 3 at a smooth 60 because, like, I think it tries but doesn't quite make it. Um, as far as frame rates go, there's another rumor going around that uh, Cold War might be able to do 120 on next gen. We'll see about and that. I hopefully that's true because yeah, for first person shooters that matter. Frames matter in first person shooter games. Yeah, but it, it, another thing is that I would really love to play a game at 120 on a console. Oh yeah. All right. So besides opening night live, we had the DC Fandom. It was that 24-hour event where they had like eight hours of panels about movies, comics, and games cycling, you know, three times throughout the day. What do you think about the movies? Uh, before we get to the games, what do you think about the movies? I'm really excited about the movies, especially the Batman movie. The Batman with uh, Robert Pattinson, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that because I recently watched The Lighthouse. Well. Yeah couple months back and i told you about it but he was really good in that one yeah him and willem dafoe i that's a really good movie uh you should really look into it yeah and the trailer just i guess is what dc's always been in stronghold is the real gritty but not to like depress and not like kind of like like i don't want to see but it's to the point where it's like kind of a weird like it's gritty but there's some type of just like awe to it you're just like oh you're interested in watching it oh yeah there's definitely like a 
the mystery is there and we want to know yeah. what happens next. So the Batman uh the the whole thing about Batman takes us into this first game, Gotham Knights, where Batman or Bruce Wayne, we should say, is quote unquote Wait, dead. Batman's Bruce Wayne? I know, shocker. Bro, spoilers, Daniel. <laughs> Spoilers. So we've got this. We've got this game where um, Batman's apparently gone, and you're well, playing as. Isn't a, the whole point is that Batman's not a person; he's just a persona. Oh well, yeah, uh, that's, if Bruce Wayne. That's dies, always been yeah, a thing in the comics. Yeah. Bruce Wayne. This isn't the first time Bruce Wayne has died. Yeah. Um. So we're playing as Robin, Nightwing, uh, Red Hood, I believe, and Batgirl. Mm-hmm. This is a game they said can be played in single player. Or mm-hmm. in two-player co-op. Now, Couch my co-op or the, online co-op? You can play both. Or online co-op, I should say. Not okay. not, not local. Um, yeah. Coming off Arkham, this is kind of not what I wanted. If I can say that. Uh, um, I mean, you said that about the Avengers game, but then we discuss how you're now interested in it. Yeah, and I was gonna, I was gonna say that I'll probably still buy this anyway. Yeah. But you know, this was that heavily rumored Court of Owls game, and the trailer shows that they're gonna be in it. So I was really hoping mm-hmm. for more of an adaptation of the comic book Night of the Owls saga mm-hmm. from Scott Snyder. This. And 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 look, Batman's probably gonna show up as a playable character in the game anyway, because he's yeah. he's definitely not dead. Come on, this is comic books. Um, yeah, but I don't know. The combat looks like it's not the same, even though the game looks like the same style. It looks like there's resources and level grinding, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. What about you? Uh. I don't know. I've never, I've never played a Batman game. I never even played like any of the Arkham City games. The uh, Arkham City would be the one to try. Which one? We gotten one recently. Which one was it? Well, the, the, the most recent one was Arkham Knight, but it was like five years ago. That that one, but for that was the one they gave out right for PlayStation Plus. I think they might have. It's somewhere on my list, but so you're saying Arkham? What Arkham City is the one? Yeah, Arkham City, it's usually sold as part of a two-pack with Arkham uh, Asylum. But Arkham mm-hmm. City is where they kind of really refined it. I still think people consider that to be the best one. Okay. I liked Origins too, but they've never released that on current gen. It's only PS3. Okay. Um, the other game from DC's fandom was the Suicide Squad game. And this is the game that's made by the people that did the Arkham trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um. Harley Quinn, Deadshot, uh, King Shark, and uh, Captain Boomerang. And I'm sure there'll be more characters later because this feels like a, a game as a service. Um, this one can do one player with bots or up to four player online co-op. And this is coming at the same time the other movie is The Suicide Squad. Oh no, this one's actually coming out in 2022. So oh, af- afterwards, after? it'll be it'll be after. That's the, pretty. The that's a long is, wait time. Yeah, it's a pretty long wait time. Um, the game looks fine. Again, this is another co-op thing. I don't know why both games had to be co-op. Sometimes you want a good single-player superhero adventure, but the the whole thing with this one is that the Suicide Squad has to kill the Justice League, and I guess they mm-hmm. showed like an evil version of Superman, which we've seen before in Injustice, but. Uh, I guess, I don't know, I guess with the whole, like, single-player superhero, I guess there's a lot of them. There's not really a lot of, like, multiplayer or just, like, co-op, I guess, superhero games, so they're just trying to break the whole norm of just, like, every superhero game has to be just a solo superhero one-player game. It's like we say that right now, but then every superhero game is gonna be co-op, and they're gonna be like, there's no superhero games that are single-player. It's kind of like this back-and-forth thing. But, um, I I can see them adding tons more characters I mean, there's yeah. like 20 characters in the movie that that could go in the game in in any kind of uh, capacity. I'm I'm hoping for Weasel myself. Bro, I was gonna ask who's your favorite character from the movie from the Suicide Squad trailer. I, I not mean, from the trailer, but from like the, the glimpse we've seen of it. From the the old one? No, 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 not the original. The Suicide Squad would like we have like not quote unquote trailers, but we have seen like like videos. Oh, like, you mean the brand the movie. new movie? Yeah. I don't know. I've always been partial to Harley Quinn in that, but you know, Weasel. 
He Weasel's my favorite. I like Weasel. He's they funny. said Weasel's gonna be good in action. He looks funny. And that's why I like him. Yeah. Alright. As usual, every week we're gonna have a Nintendo Direct rumor. This week, our rumor is for a new game coming for the Switch called Elvis and Costello Meet Bubsy. Ooh. Elvis and Costello have met the likes of Frankenstein, the Invisible Man, and the Mummy, but now they're going toe-to-toe with Bubsy Bobcat himself. In this new co-op platform adventure, run, jump, and pounce your way across 20 zany levels collecting both yarn and mystic amulets. Help Bubsy and the gang collect enough resources to get Taco Bell to fund a second episode of the Bubsy cartoon. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Oh, what could possibly... anything can go wrong here. I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, you know, a slight rumor, but... I mean, it's very strong room. There's some, you know, things behind it. You got Taco Bell, of course. Mm-hmm. And Bubsy's a very loved character. We recently both played, uh, through SharePlay, we both played, well, which one was it? The Woolly Strikes Back? The Woolly Strikes Back. We, that's the recent most Bubsy game we've played. Yeah. And you've never played Bubsy 3D, the greatest game ever, right? I have not played Bubsy 3D, the greatest game ever. It's the greatest game ever. One day. One of these days. Alright, so this year's been kind of weird for people, you know, everybody, because of the the virus, so we've had to spend a lot of time indoors, you know, having to wear masks, and the people have been unemployed, it's been real bad, Um, so a cool thing happened about a month ago, Uh, the, the people at Devolver and Mediatonic released a game that really took the world by storm. I'm mm-hmm. talking, of course, about Fall Guys. If you don't know it, it's a game where you run obstacle courses and challenges with little jelly bean people. And they're it's six just, feet tall. Yeah, they're six feet tall, so they're I guess giants. they're big jelly big jelly bean people. Um it it's been a ton of fun and people really come together over it. So it's just it it's it's only a game, but it's just a little spark of, you know, positivity and a lot of it's it's just wholesome fun it's a it's a it's a battle royale i'm interested in um it's a game i only play with my friends yeah it, it's actually good to play with friends on this one it's better yeah so they announced at gamescom the season two update it's like mm-hmm. a fairy tale themed like medieval fairy tale fantasy theme so you've got your like dragon costumes coming or like witch costumes or like fairy costumes stuff like that is there a wizard co- is there a wizard costume I believe that they showed a wizard costume. I'm getting that one. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna need a wizard costume for my fall guy. I'm gonna need a wizard and grand wizard. Yeah. So they showed some new games too, little snippets. Looks like these new games coming are a little more involved. Like one had like the fall guys pushing like a staircase so that they could uh-huh. climb over a wall. So it looks like they're gonna add a little bit more involvement with some of these games. Team based I'm not Was sure. It a team? Yeah. Oof. Um, so they had that coming, but, you know, let's talk about, let's talk about season one for a sec. Um, I think that it's been very generous with how it does its battle pass. Yeah. Um, where you can collect new cosmetic items through playing and then you get enough in-game currency to Mm -hmm. buy a costume every now and then. But we've got other cool costumes that are locked behind crowns. Have you won any crowns yet? No. It's really difficult, isn't it? Yes. I I only won by sheer luck on uh, a level called Slime Climb on the second round because there was like 35 people and I was the only one to make it through the Slime Climb. So I by default got the crown, but I've never actually won a round five. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what it is and what's hard with the game is with most hard games is... When you play the first round, it's always gonna be the same consistent games. But when you get yeah. to like the later rounds, and it, each game is technically different, you only get one shot. Yeah. So if you fail the first time, you're like, "Well, I failed." I guess next time you have to keep playing the game to keep repeating those levels that you, I guess, consistently down on, and then kind of yeah. know how it works. Like DoorDash, Gatecrash, Seesaw—they're all gonna show up early. Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna naturally play those more. So you're not gonna yeah. get a lot of practice on hexagon if you don't make it to the final round. Because I remember when the game first came out, people would just run around. But obviously now on that one, when the when the platform disappears, you now just hop on each individual platform yeah. so you can prolong the fall. 
and like people are more tactical when it comes to the tiptoe game now of trying to push people to light the path for them or knock them off yeah or the seesaws i remember the beginning everybody was falling off the seesaws now people are using the seesaws to like prevent people from progressing in the stage by like tilting them up or down in in either direction yeah so there's there's been some strats that have come to light over the past month i think people are really getting into it but i still can't help but get a lot of enjoyment out of just not worrying about the game it's just it's not something it was, to worry about it was and the, it's crazy how it was free to play for a place well it's free to keep for all PlayStation plus members yeah it was august plus month game. yeah um any favorite game in particular on your end uh I have to pick a favorite. I don't know. I guess what I the ones I would I like all of them. I guess the ones I would wouldn't like are mm. most of the team based ones. Yeah, the team based ones are hit or miss. Yeah, they're hit or miss. But most of the time, I, I don't. I'm not a fan of. And then like, which ones that you, you said you did the slime slime cat the slime uh, climb. That's yeah, the really I don't hard like that one. one. I've never. It's I've really never hard. I've I've only done it twice, and the first time I actually got the crown off of it. That one I've never done. I've never ever. It, beaten it's it. only really hard because of this one part with I. I don't exactly know what the platforms are called, but they're these yellow round platforms, and yeah. they're hard to like balance on. Yeah. They have them in uh, that one game at the beginning, but Slime Climb, of course, has the rising, you know, fog that kills you when you fall into it. Yeah, and I think out of the team-based ones, I think the ones that stick out to me the most that I don't like. Are the X scramble? Oh yeah, that one's that one's the X scramble, and the tail one. And the reason why I say the tail one because the tail one is fun. What I don't like is the way how you could be at a higher platform level, like one person could be lower, but if there's like a ramp, they can still get your tail even if you're higher. Yeah, they can grab your tail from a mile away, and it seems like you could get right up on them, and it it would you wouldn't even be able to grab the tail. Yeah, it's it's really weird. I don't know if that's on purpose or the whole point is just like, hey, it's whatever's fun. I guess, but still. It's just all fun. Just don't take it as serious. It's all yeah. guys. Six as, feet tall. As far jelly as uh, the good teams go, or good team games, I'd say Jinxed is all right. And yeah. um, Hoopsie Daisy, where you got to jump through the hoops. Yeah, that one's that one's fine. I'm, I'm also a fan of Dizzy Heights, which is the one where it's not the one with the windmills, but it's the one where the you've got the spinning platforms on the ground and then the ones that you can jump on and then that like giant spitty platform on the end it's it's easy but i always like that one okay and do we have any favorite costumes so far i gotta say i'm partial to the slurpee the 7-eleven looking slurpee but i you I, have I, one I, I paid for it you know which one i want and you have it and i don't the crash test dummy i want the crash test dummy and i yeah i'm Oh, the the so Crash Test Dummy was for the people who were on the beta, so. I like that one. I, I remember the beta for Fall Guys being completely, like, messed up on the PS4, so I barely got to play, like, a round or two across the two weekends of the beta. But it did give me that Crash Test Dummy skin. If only if I would have known. I wish it was green. Uh, classic orange. It's all it has to be the classic yeah. orange crashed on me. I also like the hot dog that you get from the from the battle pass, and the fries which came with the shake. Which is the one that I have? I'm trying to think of which one. I like the T Rex one. Oh, the T Rex one is a classic. Yeah. Yeah. So Fall Guys has been a breath of fresh air. Yeah. For, you know, virus times, kind of puts a smile on people's face. Yeah. So besides that. I think we've both had, you know, we've both played a ton of games over the whole quarantine, but I think we've played one each, I'd say that we can talk about more than, you know, most. So, like, eventually I'll get to the point where I'll talk about, like, all the tons of games I played during quarantine, but I just wanted to talk about Animal Crossing a bit. Um, It really took off this year animal crossing for the switch it's part of their best animal crossing game they've made right it would yell well yeah definitely and definitely the highest selling as far as i can tell yeah um 20 20 at least 20 million copies i think one in every switch owners has has the game 
That's but, a lot of tarantulas to catch. Yeah, that is a lot of tarantulas to catch. I think I've caught one in my entire 125 hours of playing so far. Oof. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this is like a surprise for me because the last Animal Crossing I tried was the 3DS one, New Leaf. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't play it long because I, if memory serves, Shin Megami Tensei 4 came out like a week later or something. Uh-huh. And I really, really got hooked on that. And kind of left Animal Crossing behind. But this one I've played at least, you know, 20, 30 minutes every day. And, uh-huh. you know, it's it's relaxing to, you know, go in and collect your resources or, you know, water your flowers or talk to the people or, you know, donate uh, fish or um, bugs to the museum. And I've just been caught up in this tranquil loop. I think it's a really endearing game that has kept a little bit of lightheartedness going through the the pandemic um since march has there been an update for it or is it still just like vanilla standard game they've had a few content updates Mm -hmm. um it's i i kind of like how they're doing it they're kind of treating it as a live service but there's no microtransactions or, or payments beyond the the game yet yeah um but you know they added recently they added swimming so now you can go dive in the in the ocean around your island and collect little sea creatures they added fireworks shows for august they added oh they added backup saves because they had this weird thing in place where you couldn't have a backup save when the game launched but you know little little updates that have new new items or new little they have like a wedding segment where you go take wedding pictures with two of the characters for a month and you could get some cool items off that i guess these events will probably cycle um every it's just so calm and relaxing and everything's real chill i'm glad i can go in and just you know explore my island and collect new things for a couple minutes a day i haven't really changed my island yet or done Mm -hmm. anything besides you know resource gathering and collecting animals for the museum and everything but you know i'll get to it what's the best part of your island probably what's the part that you're just like oh this this is it this is i mean no nothing hands down beats this nothing beats the the back room of my house on my island because i put an indoor pool and a little wall that has a rain animation playing on it. So I've had that for months, but I, I can't bring myself to change it. And, you know, okay. I've, I've got some good villagers. Uh, I've got Zucker. He's uh-huh. a, he's an octopus that looks like a takoyaki. And he's, like, in the top five most popular villagers. And okay. I've got Sprinkle, this little ice penguin that calls me Frappe and likes that i also like anime and then we got who else do we got oh we got my boy goose who's like a a a fitness workout chicken who was my first neighbor in animal crossing wait so his name is goose and he's a chicken or is he just a goose no he's a chicken that's named goose he's a chicken named goose that's funny (laughs) yeah i mean i'm trying to get all the the bamboo items because green is my favorite color and my character's yeah. wearing all green and everything. And yeah, I'm, I'm glad they had a little face mask in Animal Crossing so now I can do social distancing in Animal Crossing. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, it it's real chill. And sometimes, you know me, you know sometimes That's I need to need, chill yeah. out. Sometimes I just need to chill and have a game with zero consequences. I think that's for everybody. I think that's... I mean, that's really for everybody. Game yeah. is just like, you know what? I'm just going to play and have a good time. Yeah. So, your game is on the complete opposite end of things, though. The game complete you've played opposite. a lot of during well, quarantine. I, pl- I played two games. Mm-hmm. And we discussed this. But, I guess I'll say the first one is Grand Theft Auto Online. Yeah. I got back into it. Uh, but that's a whole different topic for another day. That's one of those games yeah. that you hate. But, I, for some reason, I still play it. But... The game that I've still invested in ever since I picked it up, and I did a whole like I didn't play it for months, but then I'm back into it. Yeah, is, uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Yep. 
the complete opposite of what your game is. Your game is quiet, nice, good time. Yeah. My game is first person shooter, tactical. Uh, you know, be, I I don't say be sweaty. As you say, but I would say you're always on your toes and just yeah. knowing what, what you have to do next. We've uh, talked about how it how it's probably not my type of game, but I've never really no. read or watched anything about it. So tell me about it. Well, first, so Tom Clancy's a five e five. I would, I guess you could say it's like a heroes versus heroes game. You okay. know, you pick your operator. Yeah. You know, you pick their abilities. You pick them not only for the weapons and maybe personality, but also their abilities, what they bring to the table. Yeah. And uh, for defenders, it's usually there's three modes. There's hostage. There's secure bomb, and then there's uh, secure area. But okay. the main game mode that most people play on is a uh, bomb. Yeah. And basically defenders must protect the bomb and make sure the attackers don't come in and deactivate it and then either by the run downtime which i believe it's like three minutes per match and then attackers goal is by the three minutes to either eliminate the entire uh defending team or to uh defuse the bomb okay uh but the rule of the game is it's one life and once you're out you're out you can't come back until the next round that's a hard so, that's a yeah. hard thing for for me to wrap my head into. And that, yeah, that's cuz you told me like I don't like games where if I die like once I'm out of it. And it's just like yeah, it's all really sieges. It's more or less like you have to really defend your area and make sure the attackers will come in. Or if you're an attacker, you really have to brute force your way in there or be smart about it, be tactical about it. And it is a very tactical game. You have to really think about it. Yeah. You could always go in Russian, just whatever. Go in Russian, catch them by surprise. Some people obviously are gonna are gonna maybe think like that too. They're like, oh, they might try to rush in, so let's be on our toes a bit, and they can obviously counter that. Or yeah. you could take it nice and slow and kind of pick them off one by one to make sure either by the time you defuse the bomb and then they can't do nothing about it, or you like so you pick them off one by one. Eventually, where they're all gone, and then you basically win the round. Okay. Uh, I mean, it just I've, seems like it's on the more complex end of first-person shooters. Like, there's a lot. It feels like there's a lot going into it. There's a lot into it. It's easy to pick up, but to master it, that's where it's hard because mm-hmm. there's so much you can do in the game. It, it, you think that it's bare bones, but the game rewards those that think outside the box. Okay. Like, and, it's sort of like, oh, I'll just hold this angle here and this and that. Yeah, that works a lot of the time but there's always that one person is like what if i hold this angle or i throw my grenade or i do this or i shoot from this angle or this little hole that no one sees but me and i can get just the right shot on a person so yeah. it really does reward they have to really think about it it's a team-based game mm-hmm. of course there's like casual and then like unranked which is the rank system but it doesn't mess with your i guess online mmr which is the point system that it is for that okay and you got your like hardcore rank mode okay. and they go through like the ranking system from copper to champion uh-huh. but for for me it is one of those like i know it sounds weird but it is one of those games where it's like if i'm stressed out or bored or this and that it does intensify and i have those moments where like i'm holding my breath or like i'm like looking at everything and i'm like i'm tensed up it sounds weird but that after it's like when you lose it's heartbreaking but when you do win that you know really clutch moment it you're just like that breath of fresh air that comes to you like oh i did that like it's done but it feels like a really good rush to you okay so the i wanted to ask about the operators is this like mm-hmm. a like a overwatch type thing where you just choose a character and they all have a different like action skill or whatever i know it's not overwatch it's not it's not exactly yeah. overwatch but is it is it the same this yes same... so i believe it's 50 characters in total between the attackers and defenders okay uh, maybe give or take a few more but their goal is to reach 100 but yeah each character like if i go through like the regular standard characters mm-hmm. uh I, let's say like a common defender is like Jaeger. Jaeger's a German operator. Yeah. And his ability is a little robot, like a little robot drone that when an attacker operator throws, I want to say drone, but it's a little robot. When you throw a frag grenade okay, and it's in the line of sight of the drone, or I'll rephrase that, the robot, it shoots a little like a 
I want to say I don't I don't actually don't know what it is, but it is like it shoots a little projectile at it and it destroys it and disables it. Okay. So each character do have different things, and he gets like three of those. And another common one is like uh, you get one like uh, Capkin. He places traps on doorways. Okay. So you really like when you know there's a Capkin there, you gotta really watch the doorways you go through because sometimes he can put it up high head level and it's obvious to see them. But if you're just rushing in, you might see it the, too late and then you also you take the damage from it. Yeah. Or he can put them lower to your ankle level and you really have to see where you're, you know, tread lightly and see where you're going. Yeah, seems like you can't play it probably like like a Call of Duty or something. It seems no. a little more methodical and a little more involved. You have to really do your homework on not only the characters, but the map. Because yeah. there's certain spots in the map where one character might have advantage over the rest. And some places where, hmm, they don't really look here. I might be able to hide here and just wait for a tad bit. and may get the upper hand on them. It's yeah. very tactical. It's not... And it's, like I said, Call of Duty, you just, like, you rush in and you come back to life. So there's not really that threat of, like, oh, if I'm out, I'm out. Maybe with Search and Destroy, there is that whole, like, oh, I'm out. But... The maps are always kind of the same, and yeah. you kind of know that just fit. Each map is different and unique in Rainbow. Mm-hmm. And you know, one other thing I noticed about it is that Siege is pretty is is getting pretty old and has not had a sequel. They've just kept kind of updating it and keeping it, you know, fresh for whoever plays it. Uh, five years, I believe. I think 2015. Yeah, they're on year five. They're yeah. on their fifth year of operators. So about how much content are they adding every single year? It used to be two operators per year or per season. So it would be four seasons within the year. So like year one, season four, you, that would be the last season of that. And it will go to year two, season one. But with, I guess with the whole pandemic and they're trying to really refine the game because yeah. every game has their you know flaws every game has their little things that they need to really work with especially yeah, yeah. with this newest update which i'm excited for shadow legacy which not only adds a new operator but it's sam fisher yeah the splinter cell it's, guy yes yeah, sam fisher from splinter cell is a, the newest operator he's an attacker um they're adding all these little things like they're changing the audio of the game the way sounds are now projected from like the way you hear it like it used to be, I guess, people complained that they heard one thing, but it really was another. Yeah. Or they heard something across the distance was really was behind them. So they're really changing the audio. Okay. Um, but for this season, with the whole scenario with the pandemic and people really just trying to keep, you know, keep safe, not really being in a big environment, not being in offices, but I'm pretty sure they're still working around it. They're only doing one operator per season now. Yeah. I think so they're kind of winding on, it down. Yeah, because not only is it, your thing is like, oh, it's only one per season that kind of blows. But on the other hand, they're refining the game. They're now, like, changing up characters, making them a little bit better, tweaking yeah. them a bit to now, to be a little bit more modern. There are some characters that are stuck in the past, and the game has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Compared from, like, even from last year when I picked up, I picked up, not last year, I picked up during, like, Blood Orchid. So that was, like, year two, like, season three. Okay. So the game has completely changed from from that to now. Yeah, and like you know, they've they've kept it going. It seems like, you know, as long as thing it's it's like any other game that they keep going, Overwatch included. Um, yeah, which I quit long, long, long ago. But you always hear about oh they're having to change this character for this season or this character for that season and they have to nerf or buff this character because of a new character so things like that props to the uh developers who have to tweak all that stuff all the time yeah uh i guess i think with overwatch i think i don't i've played it a bit yeah i've only played it a little wasn't for me it was kind of just like meh but I guess a rainbow, it just it makes sense to me. It's yeah. a little bit more realistic, I would yeah, say, yeah. in that aspect. Uh, the maps obviously are not these like humongous, like weird, like castles. No, but I bet they're. I, I mean, dense. they haven't had castles. Yeah, S- some of them are pretty big. They have pretty like big areas to like kind of go through, but they're kind of sticking within the medium sized ones. They don't yeah. want it too small. They don't want it too big. A five v five tactical. Yeah, because like I said, once you're out, you're out. You can't come back until the next round. Yep. 
that's 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 a bit harder for me to to get into but you never know one day i might give it a shot i think there's a free Maybe trial on day. on plus anyway yeah uh rainbow and what's really good about rainbow now is that I know at some moments it's like full price, but at some moments they'll have sales quite frequently. So oh yeah, I've seen it. it I've seen it for like yeah. ten bucks before. Yeah, and then now it's even like um, you can play for free. I believe this week too, this weekend. Mm-hmm. The weekend of August thirty yeah. thirtieth. Um, now do you see a sequel in the future? Because I don't see a sequel to Animal Crossing for a long time. Uh, yes and no. It's like a yes no answer for Rainbow because there is quarantine coming. Yeah. Ironically, a game called Quarantine. Oh. Um, Ghost, Ghost that Recon? Was delayed, or, though. like, Tom Clancy's Rainbow no, Six no, yeah. Quarantine? Yeah, Rainbow Six Quarantine. It's oh, technically okay. a sequel because it's in the same universe. I've so you'll have characters from Siege. Yeah, you have characters from Siege coming into uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine. Okay. I believe they delayed it. Ah, okay. I, I don't think it's it. for, like, the name of it. I believe it's just because of, like, the way the game's just being produced. They have to delay it for a year. Yeah. Well, so those are some games that you and I kind of really, really got into during during the whole quarantine situation. Completely yeah. different, and I think that's <laughs> going to be a theme here because we, you and me have played a lot of similar games, but we also have really different tastes when it comes to other games. So I'm hoping that we can bring some good perspectives and maybe convince a listener to give something new a try. Yeah. So I think that does it for this week. We're, so we're going to wrap up now. You can yeah. follow us on Twitter at Markers on the Map. And it's like we always say, at the end of the day, the real Gamescom 2020 was the friends we made along the way. So we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye.